good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening. Folks, thank you very, very much for listening to the day. Today's the 18th of March, year of our Lord, 2021. Welcome to another edition of the Bun and Cardigan Show. I'm, of course, joined by the on-again-off-again man who wears the cardigan, James Edwards III of The Athletic. James, your birthday was just a few short days ago. How was it? It was good. Um, the day itself was really chill. Woke up, got some brunch at the the pub across the street or brewery, I guess. I don't know what, if there's a difference. Um, and yes. then watched my soccer team at, at 1230. Went and went to the mall and got some new jeans. Mm. Um, got a Randy Johnson Diamondbacks jersey. Okay. Fire. Um, then I came home, watched some basketball and ate some takeout my girlfriend had to work she couldn't get the birthday off she had to work so she i had the house to myself uh then my boy and co-worker at the athletic max boltman came over after the red wings game and we breakfast just, with wings yeah. or uh, wings for breakfast, wings for breakfast out, uh, which uh, is wings a for breakfast sick nickname sick uh, podcast name uh yes. it rivals ours it's probably better uh but it, it it's, it's better it, it's, it's better. yeah yeah and then that was that was pretty much it yeah I mean, having the uh, even though your girlfriend had to work, having the house to yourself kind of a present in and of itself. You just get to have a full James Day. Yeah, I don't, I'm not mad at that. We spent the day together, and then she left for work at like four. Yeah, so it was a good uh, a good balance. Sure. Um, the Randy Johnson thing. Uh, Fire! Don't let that the, sounds don't great. Don't let it hit you know, sixty degrees. <laughs> don't let it hit when sixty. You, you had mentioned to me, I think, the day before um, about times that we needed to record because you said uh, my soccer team plays at 12.30. I don't know why I forgot that you're a fan. I was thinking you were going to be playing in, like, some rec league, and I was like, okay, James, I didn't know that about <laughs> no, you. And no. and then you're, like, tweeting, and I'm like, wait. And then I was like, oh, he's watching something. Yeah, okay, watching. so today uh, James is going to be putting on uh, the GM hat. Five different teams. I am. I'm gonna be. He, he he told me to propose five fake trades. And I'm if wearing you're getting a black t- hoodie with my face covered. I'm in my yes. I'm in the Grim Weaver look right now. This is the Grim Weaver fit. <laughs> um, if you're getting a little bit tired of the trade stuff, I would encourage you to root for a team that has more to talk about. Because the reality and is even, that even then, like even the top teams are talking about trades. It's trade season. It just oh, is. This true. is yeah. yeah. Like you think, you think Boston doesn't want to add anybody. You think they're fans? Yeah. yeah. Like everybody, the Lakers even they need a twelfth guy. They need. To, what are we gonna do to run? Like it's trade season. It's every yeah. team in the league. Every fan base wants to know who their team is trading for. So and if, if you don't want to hear trade stuff, uh, take a nap until March twenty sixth. Yes, which uh, as of this release date will be a uh, trade deadline is exactly a week away. So we're, like, right around the corner, which means technically we should really only be sitting through, like, one more of these, right? Um, But I also want to throw out a disclaimer. I know people are expecting sort of like, oh, he's just going to trade for Harry Giles. He's just going to trade for Dylan Windler. No, I'm not doing – like, none of those – none of those silly trades. None of those – like, these are things I I said to James before we started recording. I would do every single one of these. Yeah. Like, I genuinely would. Um, Which scares me. Yeah. I have a question for you, not to step on your toes, Mm-mm. because you are the 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 you're running point on this pod. I am Troy Weaver today, yes. Well, I'm Troy Weaver today, but you're 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 currently Delon. You're running you're running the show. Okay, show sure. on the floor. Should we knock out Killian stuff first? You're right. Before you're the right. At, at, 
as soon as you just said your little run the floor thing, I was like, ah, we should we should mention the killing thing first. Yes, okay. you're right. I didn't know I knew, if you had I knew plans I was forgetting to save something. that for after. All right, go ahead. Yep, I apologize. Um, okay, so uh, you sat in yesterday on sort of the the killing haze update, which actually came a day early, which was nice. Give mm-hmm. us a little Christmas came early, and Killian's coming back in three. Well, no, he's not coming back in three weeks. He's being reevaluated in three weeks, but it sounds like things are going swimmingly. Yeah, he's back on court doing on road he's back on road doing things um i thought i'd get a laugh from you with the drake reference but it's okay um he's back on on court doing things he always says on road when he was on his little london bag didn't he i'm on road um yeah anyway yeah um yeah (laughs) see that's why i'm not yeah i'm not uh, the most uh i'm not the biggest drake fan so maybe it's not even drake but anyway um yeah he's back on the court he appears to be fine we actually talked to him yesterday he said he learned a lot being able to sit on the side and analyze the game he sat in on every <clears throat> team meeting excuse me even if he wasn't on the road because every every meeting's through zoom hold on one second guys <coughs> take a lozenge okay and i'm drinking tea too this is not good um yeah it's 9 30 in the morning so i was hoping that you wouldn't be with having another glass of wine no no that's that's special occasions you want to hear you know what let me just mention this real quick you want to since you, you mentioned the drake thing so he has he had a song that come out for louis vuitton called signs where he says you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning right it was probably like two years later my dad mentioned that one day it was like christmas day we were drinking mimosas and i was like wait you know that song and he's like what what? I thought Drake. I thought Drake made that up. The you can't drink uh, all day if you don't start in the morning. It's an old adage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Anyways, Killing's back. Yeah, and he's yeah. He's been sitting in on team meetings even when he's on the road because those are done through Zoom. Um, he said that he'd be sitting on the bench and coaches would lean over and ask him, "What would you do in this situation?" Um, yeah, so they kept him engaged. Um, Dwayne said he slimmed down, cut down sugar, which I think he said a few months ago too, or a few weeks ago. Um, he, I know I've said it on this podcast that he's worked on his shot. Um, yeah. So the return is, is nearing, it feels like, but we're still three weeks away. It was, we got to hear from him. So yeah, you still got it. You still got to sit on your hands a little bit longer. Pistons fans. So a few things, one, the whole, uh, cutting down weight thing. Was that a problem that they thought? Was like gonna impede um, his ability to be good because I didn't. I read that. I was like, oh, I didn't realize they thought he needed to lose weight. I don't think he it looked was, like the dude is strong. Yeah, no, I, I don't necessarily think they thought it was like he was overweight or anything. I think it was just like this is what this is how you should eat as a professional athlete, like cutting out mm. the childish like candies and sweets and and stuff like that, and, and putting stuff in your body that's providing good energy, good good sugar. Um, just like professional athlete type stuff, which every young sure. guy goes through and realizes you can't just be eating on Sour Patch Kids and all yeah, Luca's still figuring that out. Apparently. Yeah, but when you <laughs> when, but when you're getting 26 a night, you could pop as many bags of Skittles as you want. Yeah, um, and then the other thing, it almost kind of made me mad, it, or not mad. I'm sorry, it made me sad. It was like the 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 SpongeBob meme where Squidward's looking outside of his house and he's seeing Sp- SpongeBob and Patrick having a bunch of fun. Killian's like, yeah, it does kind of suck seeing all these dudes, like all these all our rookies, each kind of having their moments intermittently throughout the season because I just want to be out there with them. But then, you know, he's like, but they're my brothers and that's just, you know, I'm rooting for them. Um, yeah. It just really bummed me out because it's something that we've all said a hundred times. Like every single rookie on this team has had at least one moment in a game this season, right? Where we go, wow, it's happening. And at some point, 
this season, we would have had that with Killian already, without question. And it really bums me out that, you know, if he comes, because if he comes back in three weeks, um, he gets what, like 20 games? Yeah, something like that. So three weeks would be first week of April, um, second week of April, whatever. Yeah, he would get like a month of basketball. Right. So, and I would say, because even in three weeks, that doesn't definitively mean, all right, in 21 days, Killian's back. So yeah. we're really looking at probably like 15 to 20, something like that. At that point, sit him out. Let him win Rookie of the Year next year. I'm going to I'm gonna keep being a proponent <laughs> of this because I think it's hilarious. I'm not really entirely serious, but um, by that time, I mean, there's a world where DeLon's gone. And that kind of concerns me because uh, I think it was Dwayne that mentioned that he does think that some of Killian's struggles came from sort of throwing him to the fire. And I wonder in retrospect, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. but if you took the James Borrego approach with him, that uh, that Borrego, with Killian the way that they did with uh, Lamelo and Charlotte, where you sort of, you sort of uh, get him acclimated to the league by bringing him off the bench for, what, the first maybe two months of the season? I already yeah. forgot how long it was. It was yeah. um, I and don't you, remember, but you it was just a sort good of, stretch. Yeah, you just, and people were. It was at a point where people were actually getting mad. You just kind of let him dip his toe in the water, and then once he sort of gets a feel for the game, boom. Then you throw him out there. Then you start him. I wonder if you had started Derek, and then you know basically just did the opposite of what we did. If that would have benefited him um, as much as it did for a guy like Lamelo. Well, Dwayne talked about it last night. He said he stands by his decision because he thinks he did learn some valuable stuff in that. And I'm, I've said it before, and I, I've probably said it on here. Like, I'm I'm a proponent of throwing – just going just feet first, throwing into the fire, anything in life, just go and get it done mm-hmm. and learn on the fly. And there might be rough patches um, early on. But, like, if you got it, if you're made of it, like, it'll – everything will level out. Um, so – but Dwayne did say, like, maybe the shooting, like, that's part of the setback is just getting thrown into the fire too soon. Um, but he said for the most part he thought there was good qualities that came from it. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he probably at some point, if I don't, I'm sure it was more recently than yesterday, has thought about should he did it a different way. But he came out and said, I stand by the decision we did. And um, he was able to take a step back these last few months and, and reevaluate and see how he could pick his spots and just sure. where he where he could fit in when he gets back. So. I'm very curious to see if this is a reset on his rookie year. Does he look very similar to how he did in the first seven games? Or truly did being able to slow down, take a step back, analyze the game, maybe not propel him to where he might be if he had played the whole season, but maybe a step ahead of where he was before he left. And maybe let – me, let me tell you something. The Pistons are really good at uh, sifting through those practice clips. Oh my gosh. With Killian. Shout out and to Rod. No, 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 no. Rod tweeted. I, and this, this is, looks more like what he was doing in Europe. I'm like, bro, he's playing against my man Jordan Brink. Yeah. Shout out Jordan Brink, the homie. I think it was Omari that was like, this is the second time this year that Killian has looked like prime magic in these practice practice clips. And this time I'm not really falling for it because of what you just said. Like he's playing against our trainers. So, you know. Development it, coaches, it, it, yeah. R- right. So it's like there was like the. Um, there was the clip. There were great dimes. Um, yes, dimes where someone someone whispered like, "Oh my god!" Like in the background after killing one of those passes. I honestly think it was Isaiah that said that once Could the pass been. came, just the way yeah. it sounded in his face after. 
you know, I know we've talked about it on the show a few times, and I even quote tweeted you the other night, which you forgot to like and retweet the tweet, but that's okay. Um, Aren't you suspended? I'm not suspended anymore. What did you no. tweet, Memphis? I tweeted Memphis. I don't know why I took the gamble. I thought it would be so funny, and then What's I'm, the I gamble? Is there something? With, I did I miss something? Well, I. It was basically if you tweeted Memphis, you would get suspended. So I did it, and I thought that there would be a delay between me getting suspended and when I hit send tweet. So then people would be like, oh, no. Wait, like, wait, wait. Is that like a glitch in the system or something? It's been fixed now. But, yeah. So it, for there was like an eight- or nine-hour period where if you tweeted the word Memphis, you would get suspended. I had no idea. Yeah. I, was so, so, I, was, I meant to ask you that uh, when it mm-hmm. happened, but I was like, I'll save it for the pod. Yeah, so I hit, I typed Memphis, I hit send tweet, and immediately white screen came up, you're suspended. And I was like, ah. So I couldn't, I couldn't, um, like, send the, I couldn't do anything. I could look at tweets. I could not do anything with them, though. So I was like, oh, no. And I wouldn't uh, have my Twitter f- restored to full functionality for 12 hours, but luckily Twitter fixed it after, like, one or two. So I wasn't gone for that long. Not that I had anything to say anyways. But um, I got suspended this week from uh I won't bore you with the details because I know you're not you don't play the game or care care about the sport. But if anybody in here plays FIFA, I got suspended from the uh, the transfer market in FIFA 21 uh, Ultimate Team this week. I I do care about FIFA. Okay. And it's not that I don't care about soccer. I don't care as much as I used to. Okay. Like I used to wake up early to watch Chelsea games. Okay. Shout out to Chelsea. That's a real thing. Yeah. No, that's a real thing. Like back when they had. Um, uh, Drogba. What was his name? Willian? Was that his yeah, last Willian. name? He's on Arsenal now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's your team. No, you're Tottenham. That's I'm right. I'm Tottenham, yeah. Um, yeah, I couldn't, I, I could not remember. I cannot remember all the names that were on that team. But And this was probably like 2014. So that's how long ago it was. So yeah, I don't he really... just left, but he was there around the time that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, already, James. So Killian's coming back. If you had to, I know it's difficult to accurately assign probability to something like this, but. If you had to put a number to it that Killian in 21 days returns, what do you think that number would be? Um, 80%. I don't, 80%. I don't do think, think they do, do all of this if he if they don't plan on him coming back. Yeah, it's been all positive. Well, just one, obviously they were going to do the release anyway, but bringing him to the Zoom um, on the first day he's doing quote-unquote on-court basketball stuff. There's like clips of Killian, like it was like a, sh- like you know what I mean. It was like a show. No, you're right. Like to let you you're know, right. Killian's back. They've been adding him. I think we talked about in the last pod. They've been doing like his fit pics on Instagram. I I was gonna say I mentioned that, and I was dead serious. I was like, this matters. No, that's a legit thing because they weren't doing it uh, before. Yeah. And um, so yeah, assume the only thing I think that would stop him is a reaggravation of the the injury, which yeah, I don't think that uh. I mean, you never know, but yeah, right. Other than that, I, I think we see Killian in three weeks. Killian. Alrighty, James. Kill, uh, kill you're gonna be. Pan. Kill a, you're gonna kill a, <laughs> kill a yan. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Got it all out. Okay. Yeah. Um, we got five trades now. Technically, I didn't know if I should wait till the end to say this, or if I should say this now. Technically, this is part of Nick's cinematic universe, where the trades that you say yes to. The assets will then be compiled into a pot, and I have a pot trade. Okay. Okay. Let me pull up um, the trade NBA machine. I don't use NBA trade machine. Do, do most people know about the trade NBA machine? That is what people use. Okay. Is that what people use now? Okay. 
Let me pull it up just in case there's like uh, uh, one that you want to work around a little bit. You like it, but you need to tweak it. Well, that and just like maybe they don't have a roster spot and they'd have to like I'd have to just like clarify they'd have to cut somebody for that to happen or something like that. Them as in the Pistons. Them or the other team. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so I was going to also do this in order from I like this the least to I like this one the most. I'm not really going to do that anymore. I'm just going to – I will say I do really like this one, and I genuinely think it should happen. I okay. wonder if it's too much, though. Shoot. All right, you're Pat, you're Pat Riley, okay? I'm Troy. I'm wearing – you can't even see my face. I have a black hoodie no, on. I can't see your face. Yeah. It's really, really terrifying. Um, All right. Now you can see my We're face. Sen- the lighting's better. We've We've often wondered what Josh Jackson's trade value is like, and it's something that perplexes me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wonder – if a 2022 second-round pick and KZ Akpala is an interesting fit for both sides. Now, I've been a big KZ Akpala guy. What did he, where did he go? Stanford? Stanford. Like, I thought that the Pistons should have taken him, and then, that like, I thought he was draft, a... Right? No, it was 2019. It was a sacred oh, draft. Okay. I thought he was a surefire lottery pick. And if not a lottery pick, I thought he was a top-20 guy. Pretty sure he slid to the second round. Mm-hmm. And he's been playing super inconsistent minutes for Miami. He's actually been playing a lot, what, these last, like, two weeks. Um, but he's, like, his three ball is just non-existent. Um, I'd say he's probably more inconsistent than Josh is right now. But there's an age difference there, right? And the athleticism that he plays with, the length that he plays with, especially on defense, um, is something that feels like a, a, a something that would be enticing to Troy Weaver. Mm-hmm. Now, where I want... The thing that I th- I'm thinking, the logic here is that, well, this way Miami's getting a guy that they can slot in the rotation. Now, both of them can probably get away with playing the three. I know KZ primarily plays 3-4, Josh is 2-3. But um, just for the sake of uh, rotational fit, I'm sure there could be a way where you could slot Josh in at the three and make it work. Um, we've often wondered, could Josh find himself in a situation where, on a good team, could he play that sixth role? Not that he'd be playing sixth in Miami, but he would be um, a key piece on that bench in what they hope to be is a, a second consecutive um, uh, finals run. Not that I think it will be, but you got to you know build your role players up somehow. And I think if you sold him right now, I wonder if you're even selling a little bit high on him. I know that Josh has been kind of all over the place recently. That's another guy whose three ball kind of comes and goes. It's far more consistent than it is with Akpala. But you're getting a super high upside two-way guy um, if you're Detroit. So I think it's fascinating. Yeah. um, All right. James doesn't hate that trade. Okay. James, as I've said on here, Josh Jackson. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for saying James, the the separation between James, uh, you, and James, the beat reporter. Well, I was actually doing the separation between James, the beat reporter, and Troy Weaver. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. I keep forgetting this is the gimmick we're doing. Yes. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I, James does not um, hate the trade. As, as I've said on here, I, I think Josh is has highs and he has lows. And I, I, I just wonder if this is the best of Josh Jackson. Um, of course, adding a more consistent three ball could – would be the answer would be no he he would be better i don't know if he gets there um again yeah. still young i think only 23 24 um i don't hate that trade 
actually. Um, Troy Weaver, mm. I just don't know where they see Josh in the grand scheme of things. Um, the Diallo thing makes it real weird. That's Yeah, that makes it interesting, um, though Diallo could play the three and Josh could play the two. Um, or vice versa. Like, I mean, Josh is six, eight. Um, what do you think? I just wonder for Miami. I mean, Avery Bradley's been out, uh, but they're thinking Mo about Harkless him anyways. Yeah. Mo Harkless hasn't been good. You have hero and Duncan at the guard it, spots. So you, another it one really yeah. works for Miami. I'll say this. I don't hate that, actually. And that's a great start by you. I don't hate that deal. Um, just because I don't know. <clears throat> I'd be curious to know if that's enough. I, I assume that's probably enough for Josh, a second and a young player. Uh, oh, so, so I was I was concerned it was going to be one or the other. You think that that might not be enough. I don't know if. <sighs> I, and it's also it's also I'm I've been. Uh, very high on on Casey for the last what two or three years now, so that kind of plays into it. Oh, yeah, two years. No, I, I that like kind of plays into too. it. But I liked it. Well, I liked him coming out of college, and I've yeah. he's had a a flash or two in the league. Because I'm thinking about it, maybe listeners will say I'm dumb. I don't hate that. I don't. I don't hate that that trade. I don't hate it. Okay, so you're on board with it. It's going in the asset pile. Okay. Um, we're one for one. Second trade. Now, I I meant to mention this. Um, I apologize. Maybe I did. It's also important to keep in mind. This is Detroit. The amount of assets that we have is uh, the pile is growing uh, smaller and smaller with each day that passes because we keep moving them. Um, Don't expect any Bradley Beal trades in here. Nothing too sexy. Like this is just kind of, you know, we have what we have sort of a thing. Certainly. We talk a lot about Wayne trades. Also, there's no Wayne Ellington for DJ Wilson in a second. I'm tired of seeing that trade. Okay. Um, it is likely. I mean, it's not likely to happen. I'm not saying that, but like that's. But it, but it is. It's one of the really only. Yeah. No, I I totally yeah. get it. I totally get it. And I do agree that it could happen. I have a different Wayne trade okay. in the same vein, though. This way, you're bringing in. I don't want to call him a culture guy. But but it's an interesting fit for for Detroit. Did You're you trading see, did Wayne. Did you see my Wayne tra- trade today? Well, Wednesday. I did. I a, did. I forgot what it was. People said it was. They thought my trades were trash, and I thought one of them was the New Orleans one. But it was the JJ. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. No, this one was different. It. The New Orleans one was good. Um, I thought I didn't like. No, no, no. The, the New Orleans, the one I did today was. I did a three-point, like if Detroit wanted to add three-point shooting for the rest of the season, oh. we were down the line. Um, but oh, the Suns one was Wayne for Langston in a second. <laughs> Langston isn't playing in Phoenix. No. You get a month and a half of a guy that you know can shoot, a guy that you know is going to try defensively, a guy that you know Casey loves, and you get a second. Yeah. And the Suns get – a guy who could play and is one of the best three-point shooters in the league. So it's your pick. Okay, I didn't know if you saw that. Go ahead. I just go check that I, on no, the I've athletics. Only, I've been awake for about an hour, so that's oh, why. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Okay. Um, I don't hate that. I just wonder if there's a I don't there's a Denzel trade in there. I was gonna put him on here. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I was, go, go, I was gonna, I, but I didn't. But I didn't. So let me just say this about the Phoenix thing. I why this is a genuine question. Why does Wayne play 
when Langston's not? I mean, I would. I wonder the same question. I don't know if there's anything going on. There's a reason why, but I mean, yeah. teams like that always try to look for for shooting. And Wayne is a guy that can move off the ball. I think he would play off CP well. And and I don't. Yeah, no. I guess that's a fair question. Um, I just don't understand. I guess maybe I don't understand why Langston's not playing. Right. So, so I, um, I wonder if there's something else. We're calling Masai. Uh-oh. Dwayne's not calling him, is he? <laughs> no. Troy's making all right. No. Uh, we want a 2023 second and DeAndre Bembry for Wayne Ellington. Now, the reason I like Bembry on this team is because he's not really the scorer, but he's the rebounder. And let me tell you something. Sneaky good facilitator. Like, you're going to get to the end of a game – and he's going to have maybe two points, but he's going to have six boards and four assists. Yeah, I'd say um, – no, go ahead. That's kind of it because I oh. know for Wayne, it's like you might only get a second depending on who you trade with. You might only get a second. But you also have two years of DeAndre Bembry. He has another year after this one. So that's another veteran guy that you can just kind of keep around for a little bit since free agency this year is not going to be anything – um, outside of Josh Hart, um, why not? Yeah, um, I don't, I don't hate that one. It's I like your logic. I don't okay. love it. Um, I don't know why. I mean, Toronto's going for the playoffs, obviously, but Wayne greater than signed DeAndre Bembry. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want another Toronto second. Well, the thing is, you get stretched pretty thin on Wayne suitors. Like, you think you don't, but you do. Yeah, but I think there's some desperate teams out there for shooting that you could probably get. Like, Dallas needs shooting badly. Yeah, I agree with that. And I tried a few times to work in a, a Plumley for Dwight Powell deal, and then it just didn't work, and then... Um, with the, and I also want to mention, like, I do have a lot of stock in that Milwaukee trade is a really big possibility. And I was kind of just trying to do something that we haven't seen before. No, that's fair. That's where DeAndre Bember. No, came I like, from. I like the idea. Um, don't hate it. I, I would maybe circle back. Like that would be like, can't get anything else. This is still there. All right, we'll do it. I'm going to. Just for the sake of it, I'm going to put it on the asset pile. Okay. Because okay? you said you didn't say no. Um, so can you hear the dog barking? A little bit. Gosh, yeah, I can hear it's it. It's not even bit. my it's dog. Fine. No, it's fine. You're okay. Now, I also didn't mention this. All of these trades are with different people. So there's it's like one trade for like every player on this team. I like yeah. your style. We're calling Danny. We want Brown? Jeff Teague, Tristan. There's no way that man's 40, by the way, Danny Brown. Just turned 40 yesterday. There's no way he's well, 40. 30, well, Triple X mean, was 30. You got, Why did I never put that together? Yeah, you listen, Yeah, no, you listen Listen to that album with that in mind. Wow. Um, Danny Ainge, we want Jeff Teague, Tristan Thompson, and a 2022 first. We're going to give you Mason and DeLon. Jeff Teague's an expiring. Yeah. Let's you let's you 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 ride out the clock. Killing comes back. Well, you could play Rodney Magruder if you want. Doesn't really matter. We kinda wanna lose anyways. 
Tristan Thompson, you have another bit. You just slot him in Plumlee's spot minus the facilitating and a lot of other things that he does. He's better defensively, though, I'd say. I mean, you could – I don't know. This year, Plumlee's probably been a little better. I would sit – I would sit – I, I would do that deal. Okay. I would. I I don't, could, so I don't even have to explain it from the Celtics side because you have three years of Mason Plumlee and two years of DeLon Wright, who at times has been better than Kemba this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. During that stretch before the before he got hurt, uh, he was he yeah. was solid. Um, I would do that. I mean, I'm. I look at it like this: as much as Mason is a placeholder, as much as Delon is a placeholder, um, for the grand scheme of things, those guys aren't going to be here when the next, when when if the Pistons get yes. good again, and if you can get a first round pick for those two, I think that looks I think one like I would just do it and two I think it like looks good to the fan base like oh yeah. we have why did we get DeLon and Mason two months ago to oh we got a first round pick for him well and then and you Boston, could just sit Tristan on the bench you don't have any loyalty to Tristan Thompson right Boston is in a you can buy him out if you want I don't care Boston's in a situation where if they don't do something this is going to go south really quick like it's a team that Six months ago, more than that, whenever the bubble was, we're thinking, okay, they they should probably be going to the finals. And then they don't. For some inexplicable reason, they don't go to the finals. And now they're just in this weird tailspin, and Jalen's going to get his numbers. Jason's going to get his numbers. Like Peyton Pritchard's been a really fun addition for them. Marcus Smart's coming back. But there's a lot missing. And there's a lot that they, there's a lot of work that they have to do. And. I don't know that this is a necessarily a needle mover for them. <clears throat> Excuse me, but I think it sort of puts Boston in a position where they can sort of regain stability and they can kind of stop the um, the what's the word I'm looking for the crash the plummet yeah. if you will um, and just sort of start to get back on the right track. Um, and if it goes well, like I said, you have Mason for three years and you have Delon for two. Yeah, and they've been they've been better lately. The game last night against Utah was a really good game. Utah pulled it out. Mm-hmm. I just think, yeah, like they just have a few spaces, a few slots that are just kind of useless. And I think that Detroit trade is one where you're like, I'm not. This is Danny. I'm not saying no, but let me canvas the league and see if I can get yeah. anything better. If not, I'll come back to you. I still think. So- so if Troy know, makes this I don't call know if today, does that? But I, I, yeah. I could see it happening. I think, I think, I think Detroit would do it, but I don't know. Troy makes that call today. Danny says, "Let me call you back in a week." Yeah, that sort of a thing. Yep. Yeah, like right before the deadline. Sure, but for for from your perspective, another yes. Yeah, that twenty twenty that twenty twenty two first is going on the pile. Okay, I would do that if I were Detroit. Yes. Okay. Now this is the only one that I didn't like. Okay. okay. But but I do really like the rationale. Um is this trade 3 or 4? This is trade 4. Okay. Okay. Anthony Davis is going to miss some time. And I'm trying to think who do they need? Well, they don't have a lot of money that they can give up even if they wanted to. They 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 the guys that they have that are making money, they need them, right? There's pretty much no one that LA could bring in that is going to be um, demonstratively better than anybody that they could trade. Unless you're trading Alfonso McKinney and a 2023 second-round pick for Jaleel Okafor. Now, 
I don't know that you're necessarily in a better position with him. Yeah. And I I really don't think the Lakers do that. Mainly because Jaleel's been hurt for a majority of the season at this point. Um they, and cause, they have Trezel. You know. Right. I just I don't know if they do that, but if you find yourself in a position where you are in desperate need um of some front court depth, it's there. What are you going to use that pick on anyways, you know? Yeah, I mean I I think the I think the Lakers don't do that just because Yeah, I mean, they don't have a pick in 2021. Just one a first round pick in 2022. And then from 2023 to 2025, it's only second round pick. So I, I don't yeah. think they they use one of those on Jalil Okafor. Right, and that's why I said this is the one that I'm kind of like, eh. yeah, no, and I, probably I, I, not I like that the one. I'm not, yeah, I don't think I don't think you're uh, one of the uh, trade machine senders in my mentions. That's just absurd. Like I, no, I'm not mad at your thinking. I just don't think the Lakers right. would use very one of their very few draft picks on, on Jalil. Sure. Um, so, so far we are three or four. That was our first no. And that was the one that I was like, we're both saying no to this one. So when I said, I mean, obviously if I'm Detroit, obviously I would do that. So I wasn't lying when I said that I would do that, but I do recognize that. Yeah. Palenka's like, mm, we can probably spend that pick on something else. Yeah. Like we would rather, wh- where's Wayne? Have you traded Wayne yet? Yeah. You know, can we, can we use that pick for Wayne? Right. I think, I think then you're getting it. Uh, from them here's the final trade now i just want to say because you've said yes to three trades the asset pile doesn't look bad okay okay looks kind of nice and you find yourself in a position you can be sam presti you can be danny ainge you could be daryl morey man i have this pot of stuff do you want the pot one of those trades when you're detroit and you amalgamate as many assets as we have here in these last 30 minutes, (laughs) there are a few things that you can do. You can prolong the rebuild, truly play the long game and try to hit home runs on every single pick. You won't, but maybe you will. Maybe you'll get lucky. Maybe you'll catch lightning in a bottle Mm -hmm. or you can do what I just said. Look at my pot of stuff. Do you want the pot? Are you including the first round pick uh, this year in that pot of stuff? I am not. Okay. I'm not. Because then I don't I know if it's as brother, sexy. I am. Th- this pick is untouchable, but I'm going somewhere with this, with with this year's pick actually. Okay. I texted my brother trying to quantify the value of the player that I'm about to mention is a very meticulous process, and I can't quite wrap my head around it because he doesn't and play. And that's where this is. It Sam Merrill? No. All right. No, it's not Sam Merrill. I would trade Wayne for Sam Merrill, though. Um, that's an easy trade. I would leave out the pick. I don't need it. Um, <laughs> and before I say who it is, I feel like you can really go after someone that jumpstarts your rebuild and fits your timeline, not only because of their age, but with the manner with which they play. Let me guess. All right. Let me guess the player. Okay. Eastern or Western Conference? Eastern Conference. Big man? I'm not giving you anything else. John Collins. I do not want John Collins. That's a good guess. I know you didn't. One more guess. One more guess. One more guess. Okay. Now, the only thing I'll say before you say a name is I'm painting a picture here 
for a very specific scenario that could happen. Um, so otherwise, you would never think of this player. But in this scenario, I, th I think it's a conversation. Who? Okay. In this scenario, Detroit falls to four, five, probably five. And the number one pick goes to Kobe Altman. The Cavs have it again. Oh, my okay. gosh. So No, 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 no. I should have known Cleveland. And I know I said I'm not going to do – I know I said I'm not going to do my Motown No All-Star thing, but hear me out here because I actually have a fleshed-out idea for once. Okay. Unless they trade down, which never works. I'm just more mad I benefits. didn't say Cleveland. That's that's me. Right. It was yeah. pretty obvious. Trading down never works. You're taking Cade. So you want Darius Garland and Colin Sexton and Cade Cunningham on the same team? I don't know if I don't know that you do. You're probably going to want to split them up, even though they've been playing really well this year. I don't know that adding another third primary ball handler into the mix works. Hold on, you're saying you're, when you said they pick fourth or fifth, you're talking about Cleveland. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm saying Detroit falls. Okay. Okay. Detroit's at fifth, and it matters for a reason because Cleveland has one. You probably don't want Garland, Cade, and Sexton. So if I'm Detroit and I know I'm going to end up with probably Jonathan Kaminga, right? At that point, I'm not getting Mobley. Maybe I'll get Suggs. Maybe I'll get Green. But I'm probably getting Kaminga, right? I'm getting a really strong wing. What I'm doing is I'm looking at the trades that I've just made, and I'm going to have to wait a little bit to pull this off because I got to extend one of these guys. I got a Pam, okay? I would trade Saban Lee, Hamadou Diallo, the 2022 first from Boston, and uh, one of the seconds that we picked up, either from the Wayne trade or the Josh trade, for Colin, or both if I had to, for Colin Sexton. Um, yeah, I'm disappointed in myself. Should have known a Sexton trade was coming. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Then you're rolling out Killian Hayes. You're rolling out Colin Sexton, Sadiq Bay. Jeremy Grant, Isaiah Stewart, Mason Plumlee. Who are, well, at this point, we've traded Plumlee. So, uh, Isaiah Stewart. I, I say that Cleveland, if the number one pick, would no matter what take Cade. And, Agreed. And I think if somebody from that trio was getting traded, it would be Garland. I, I, here's the thing, guys. I actually do agree with because that. Because Sexton is more, of a, is more of a scoring guard. And a, I and a more effective scoring guard. Yes, and that's fair. The uh, thing with Garland is I, I wonder if you want a more surgical guy next to Cade or if you want that score. I think Cade is want a that guy surgical can, guy. 100%. Yeah. But I wonder in situations um, where – because teams are going to – I don't want to say they're going to figure out Cade pretty quick, but they're going to target him pretty quick. So I guess if you have that secondary guy – you would probably rather have Colin, a guy who can like take it to the rim. I think in every scenario to, you'd rather have Colin. Or you don't have to convince me over of that. Garland. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I would. Yes, ten times out of ten, I want Colin Sexton. But let me just ask you this again. You obviously would have to wait until you extend Diallo, so this isn't until September. But you just say Kobe. Hey, we're gonna push this off to the side. Sort of like the um. The Andrew Wiggins, Kevin Love trade. Remember how we knew that was happening for like two months, but they just had to wait until um, the the amount of time had passed where Wiggins was actually tradable. Yeah, kind of like one of those things. Saban, Hamadou, a 2022 first from Boston, and uh, a 2022 second, or a 2020 and a, a 2023 second. If you feel like you need to add that too, 
So two players and two or three picks for Colin Sexton. Are you James Edwards the third saying yes or no? No. From whose perspective? Both. I'd do that in a heartbeat with my eyes closed. I know you would. And that's and, and that's not that's not my that's not me doing my sexton thing. This is me being like your rebuild accelerates. I don't want to say tenfold, but pretty damn close to it. Uh, yeah, I, but I don't think that's a good thing if Colin Sexton's your uh, best player. And I just don't think well, he, he wouldn't fits be. what Detroit wants to do. Um, I don't think he – like, who – where – you're going to play him at the two? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't – And also, again, he fit. would not be our best player because Jeremy Grant is still on this team. All right, second best player, yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, I, I would rather, I don't know if that's an, I don't know if I'm Cleveland. I, I definitely don't think Cleveland's doing that. Like I said, I think if they're getting Cade Sexton staying. See, that's the thing though, is this is what I mentioned earlier is what am I even supposed to offer you for Colin Sexton? How many picks do you want? Cause I, this is what I text my brother. I go, if I'm the Knicks, hypothetically, this wouldn't happen, but let's just, I'm saying you can have quickly, you can have a manual quickly. How many picks am I attaching to that? You know what I mean? What am I supposed yeah, to give question. up? I don't I don't know what Sexton would be worth. Like, and then the other example I used, you can have uh, Malik Monk and Miles Bridges. What else am I supposed to add to that? How many picks am I supposed to add to that? It's such a – I chew on that one for a while because you're going to be there for a long time. I don't know what Kobe Altman would even want. Yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to know the asking price for Sexton. Because um. you got to pay him, which is a – part of the asking prices you gotta you gotta know that you're gonna have to pay him like a hundred million dollars as much as like i he's got my apology letter it's it's mag it's on a magnet on his fridge i still don't know man if i'm paying colin sexton uh that much money well, when the time comes you might you, you might see a team fall into the jimmy butler trap with him where you recognize what he is but you you don't want to be the one responsible for the bill. Yeah, I think and, that's but fair. The, but you got to caution yourself a little bit because Chicago went into a tailspin for mm, – it's been about eight years, what, seven years since that trade. It hasn't been that long. It's been about six or seven years since that trade. And they're still not really – they still haven't really figured it out. Read the trade back Because to me. they didn't want to pay Jimmy. Read the trade. Okay. I, I, for for – even with before you read the trade, I don't think Cleveland does that, and I still don't think Detroit does it. But let me hear the trade again. I just don't like Saban Sexton's Lee, fit. Saban Lee, Hamadou Diallo, and two or three picks. One of them is a first from Boston, so it's not our own. Nah. And keep in mind, it's also important to note these are not assets that we currently possess. These are ones from the cinematic universe of Knicks trades that we have acquired here today. Yeah. So this is just if you follow this path. Maybe you can go after Colin Sexton. What to you there is the biggest red flag? Is it is it Saban? Is it Diallo? Is it the pick? What is it? Colin Sexton. <laughs> I just I, listen. I know you. Let me explain. Hypothetically, I'm putting Sexton on a team with Killian, mm-hmm. Sexton, Sadiq, Yep, Grant, Stewart. Yeah. Second best score. I don't know where that gets you. Defensively doesn't fit in with what they want. Um, and I just, like, 
they got four guys out there that theoretically could make others better once they continue. and can play really good defense. Yeah, and I just think I just I think Sexton is a good player, and there's a team for him. I just don't think Detroit is it. So here's the thing. This whole I don't know where it gets you thing, the only thing I'm going to say to it is when I say accelerate the rebuild, I do not mean we're winning 47 games next year. But I mean that maybe a year or two earlier than what we were uh, relatively expecting, um, I think we're in a better position. There's still room for this team to grow. Josh Hart's still going to be on this team, right? Uh, Amani Bates could still be on this team. So there are still some complimentary guys that you could get around. Is Colin Sexton, would he in this situation be the second best player on this team? Sure. Is that ultimately going to be the case in three years? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Well, if people if people think that Sadiq Bey is the Chris Middleton that they think that he is, who knows what's going to happen there. If Killian Hayes turns out to be, by the approximation of Kevin O'Connor, the best point guard in this draft, which right now is a pretty steep hill to climb, but who knows? He could get there, right? You kind of don't know where you're going to end up. You wonder if Colin Sexton is putting up these numbers because who the hell else is going to score? The problem there is that he's doing it at an efficient level. So I wonder if he would take a step back in light of other people starting to come up. If Isaiah Stewart, he's only 19 and it's this whole thing. What if you keep Seku in? Which, by the way, I didn't include Seku in any of these trades. So you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome, everybody. I'm not a proponent of that. I did text you, though, and I said the only reason I want Seku to get traded is so that we can stop worrying about it. So I don't have to wake up every single day and think, is today the day that Seku gets traded? It's the only reason that I want it to happen. Because Troy Weaver Pistons put our minds at ease. are the only fans on planet Earth who legitimately wake up worried about the 14th man getting traded. Well, a non-lottery like pick. He's, he he was a lottery pick. 15. No, he wasn't. He was 15. You're right. We made the playoffs that year. I'm sorry. Which was the sort of rationale that I gave. Is I was like, we ended up with Seku, which was like seen as the consensus steal of the draft. So like that ended up working out, and that was fine. But here's the thing. It's because he's the last domino to fall. Once Seku's gone, it's like, okay, these are all Troy's guys. Now everyone, if it gets traded, they get traded. It's a surprise. Um, <laughs> it's a surprise. I don't know why it was. Well, it is. Yeah. Right now, it's not. Like, if Seku gets traded, like, ah, there it is. Yeah. Um, I wonder who's going to be the first of the guys Troy brought in to get traded. Like, to me. That's the question. Like, to me, like, well, I guess, like, Wayne counts. Well, Wayne, right. Yeah, Wayne. But, like, I'm talking about. Guys that are not on expiring. Ex I get what you're saying. That, that he committed to for multiple years. Yeah, uh, I'm curious to see who that person is. I mean, I'd I, say you, Mason you could probably would be my guess first Mason. Guess. Or, I don't, I don't yeah. even know if I want to throw Delon in that group. Um. Yeah, I don't. know. It's gonna be. I guess if we are, it's Mason or Delon. Like it's not. It's probably not that hard. But like I'm talking about of it appeared that this is this person could be part of our core going forward like i think you throw josh into that group based on how they talked about him um i think you throw obviously the rookies jeremy um mm -hmm. am i missing anybody else no that's about it i i, I want to mention that i did look at a sort of denzel valentine chandler hutchison scenario and i said be less predictable and then I actually the, I had that initially in mind, and then I changed it to somebody else. So, the one guy that I the only Motown Noah All Star that I did try to get on this team. It's hard, by the way. It's hard to get this guy in Detroit. Is Bruno Fernando? 
do you want that Evan Mobley light? Missed out on Evan Mobley? Trade for Bruno Fernando. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Call, uh, what's his name? Travis Schlenk. Call him. Uh, get on the phone. It, it, but it's it's difficult. What are you going to give up? Servetus and Rodney Magruder and two seconds? Probably not for Bruno Fernando. No. No, that's a lot for Bruno Fernando. Really good. I'm serious about the Evan Mobley light thing. Really strong on the pip and pop. Pip and pops. Pick and pop. I, wouldn't say, I also wouldn't say really good. Uh, well, relative to what Detroit has now, I would say yes. He'd be Detroit's but worst center. On pick and pops, he wouldn't be, no. Alright, now, like, I'm Which looking is what up I, no, no, Bruno no, 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 Fernando's three-point attempts. Oh, I couldn't tell you how many. I'll guess how many he's attempted this season, because there's no well, way it's more He's than shooting 10. 0% this year. Yeah, I was going to say. Shot he's point, definitely... He averages point one a game. Hold on. Now nah, we're doing this. Dude. He's five for thirty-nine in his career. Oh, is he really? Yeah. He, I definitely. He shot thirty-seven a, as a rookie. Maybe in college, you're thinking. Maybe it was at Maryland. Yeah, I remember. I remember him in because they were the, him and Nas Reed were the same draft. I think they might have been a year difference there, but I think they were the same. And I remember thinking that both of them would be perfect, and we ended up getting. Um, Servetus, right? That was that draft, I think. He barely shot it in college. Uh, Mm. He only shot 13 total in two years. 30%. Quite the awakening here for me, because this is blowing my mind. (laughs) I I remember watching way more Hawks games and be like, this guy's shooting this. He's got a really nice three ball. Um, Maybe you caught a game. Yeah, maybe you caught a game. Maybe he he must just be – I mean, sorry – he would just be Isaiah Stewart then, a guy who can take threes, but if he does, it might not go in, but sometimes it will. Five out of 39 times it'll go in. I think I, I think you're doing Isaiah a disservice. Can I read to you my – I'm not going to read the whole piece. Uh, I encourage you, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it yet, on The Athletic, um, if the Pistons want shooters, one, or they could be short-term just to finish out the year, just to help with staying competitive, or if they want to go with a long-term guy – um, there, there's, there's all those options here. I really like the Terrence Ross one. People aren't fans. I sent that to you in the, in, on Twitter. Yeah. Terrence Ross for Delon and Josh. Like, I think I like, like people are like, Oh, he doesn't fit the timeline. First of all, Terrence Ross helps you from not being absolutely astronomical bad. Um, and not losing by 20 on every other night. And I feel like that's an easy guy to trade. Like people want yes. a Terrence Ross always. So like if you just want him for the rest of this year and then you trade him in the off season or whenever you're able to trade him, like that's fine. Um, and it gets you off. Yeah. It's an extra year with Delon and Josh, but like, if you're good, if Cade comes in and you're better and, and you got your last piece and you want to try to, now you're pushing for something like Terrence Ross, is a good guy to have. Um, yeah. So this is my bulls one. Denzel Ryan Archie didn't, I can never say his last name. Ryan Archie Diacono. Yes, Ryan Archie Diacono. The 2021 second round pick from the Bulls and the 2021 second round pick swap that they can do with New Orleans because the Bulls might make the playoffs, New Orleans might not for DeLon. That's a lot for DeLon. Well, Denzel's expiring. I don't think he'll have another contract. Yeah, so I think he'll have another contract. Ryan has doesn't he have another year? He does, but it's a team mistaken. option. Gotcha. I think we'd pick that up. So would you? No. You don't think we would? Ryan Archie Diacono? 
They, I'd get a, I'd get ten minutes before so, Riot. James is asking me about a white player in the league, and he doesn't think he's very good, and he's going to question me as to whether or not I know that he's Hold actually on. pretty decent. You th- no, he's not pretty decent. He doesn't play in Chicago. He's fine. He's he's literally he's always been fine. He's never been terrible. He's always been fine. He is literally worse than Saban Lee. Saban Lee is better right now. Oh, right now I wouldn't doubt that at all. Yeah, so I would you, not doubt have, that at you're all. You have four point guards and what? No, you let Ryan Archie. He's had moments. Go. I don't, what do you got? Well, you have literally nothing to lose. There's you have literally you have you're trying to, to be gain. bad. He would. I, well, he would never play. I, so if it's a team option, let him go. You're good. It's, I guess. it's Denzel for the rest of the year and a second round pick for Delon, basically. <sighs> sure. You get a look at Delon or yeah, I'd Denzel, probably do that. Who is from Michigan? So I do take I do take slight exception to the whole Terrence Ross thing only because you say, well, it's somebody that um, doesn't make you astronomically bad, makes you kind of fun, lets you write the ship a little bit. But Colin Sexton's the problem. But no, no, the no, no, only no, no, thing no. I would say to that, no, 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 I'm, I'm going to agree with you here because the only thing I would say to that is then the price is also substantially yes. less for a guy like Terrence Ross. Yes. Plus, you can easily move him when the time right. comes where you wouldn't be able to when Colin eventually gets paid. So then I was like, that was my line of thinking as you were talking, and I was like, I'm not going to say this to him, but I wanted you to know that I had this come to Jesus where I was like, James was right. I'm so, yeah, more upset with your Archie Denacino take right now. So let's play a game. What's that point guard's name in New York? Can you say his name still? Because you were able Frank to say Nielakina. it for a little bit. There you go. <laughs> I can. I always just say, say Frankie Smokes. Yeah, Niel- After all the trade talks, you have it now. You can say it now. You know how to say it. You want to know how? You want to know how you know Archie Denacino's trash? He went to Villanova. Did he? Yeah, he was on the uh, Chris Jenkins team. Oh, that's that right. The, he passed the ball to Chris Jenkins, yeah. He's, he wore two different numbers in Chicago. Stanley wore – oh, I get what you're doing here. Okay. 15 yeah. and 51. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. not how you know it. Like, listen, I understand what you're saying. Like, he, he was a guy that at a point could, could f- fill a, a hole. He played under Boylan. Um, he's not playing much now. I think he has four points in the last one, two, three games he's played in. Um, yeah, like that's uh, – he's – Also, if you're trading DeLon, you need a point guard anyways. No, you – no. you. Ha- that's the point is you have too many point guards. You'll have – well, if you get Cade, then you're right. Yes. Well, no, no, no. This is this is this was simply for this year, which you still have DSJ. You still have Saban. DSJ. I I forgot about DSJ and I forgot about Frank Jackson. I'm sorry. And there's right. still Frank Jackson. So like, yes, yeah, you're doing I, you're this right. to have Denzel play off the ball, maybe knock down some threes. He's shooting 35 percent this year. Um, make it seem like you're giving the local guy a look, but you're really just getting a second round pick. That. Yeah, could be New Orleans or Chicago, so two teams that aren't going to be in the playoffs likely. Sure. Yeah, sorry. I, I um, I there's always at least one. I for, I always forget about Frank Jackson, and because DSJ has missed what the last two games, yeah. I completely forgot about him. So then I was like, well, thinking about and next Killian's year, not going to bring back. Obviously, yeah, of course. Dennis Smith Jr. is not coming back next year. Frank, I don't know. You'll still have Saban. You'll still have Killian. Maybe you'll have 
Cade Cunningham. So that's three right there. But then I'm like, do you don't you do you need a vet there? Sign one. That's better than Ryan Archer Denachino. I think Jeff. Well, Jeff Teague. You, well, no, because Jeff Teague is in my Boston trade. Well, no, he'll be an expiring. Alrighty, James. Story time with James. We're gonna run a little bit long here. Okay. Story time. We're with not James. gonna run a little bit long, but all right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we're always run long. Yeah, which means we're always on track. I'm trying to think. Story time with James. I feel like we've been doing so many like unorthodox ones lately. I just have completely spaced. Uh, do you have a nice, like Mike Abdenauer story? You ever get to meet him? All the time, Abs. Yeah, he's the one that All calls me. He's the one that started calling me Baby Buddha. Um, hey, I thank you for bringing that up. Is that your least favorite question of all time? No, be- if you're related, because I understand it. Like the connection okay. is obvious. Our- the connection's obvious. So like I, I like I. If it wasn't like a, if it was a reach, I'd be like annoyed. Like why everybody asks me this all the time? But sure, he played for the Pistons. Same name. I'm yeah. light skin. Okay. I get it. Um. So. Yeah. Um. Who did you say? Abdenauer. Yeah, Mike Abdenauer. Oh man, yeah. There's a good Abdenauer story. Can I tell that? What are you getting into some with Mike Abs? No, 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 no. He seems so pure. No. Um. First of all, Abs is hilarious. He always is on the side of the court during games, screaming at officials, like just losing it. <laughs> it's funny shit. Yeah. All right, I think I can tell it. Um. So when I was doing the um. You remember the story I did? I don't know. You, you didn't have a subscription then, so maybe not. Uh, when I found the the John Amici teal jersey. Yes, I remember that very well because they were having the Pistons were having like not the yard sale but the liquidation sale or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So long story short, if you never if you don't know about that story, yes, the Pistons were having a John or Kong, the Pistons equipment manager, uh, was re- opened up the vaults of game worn apparel and gear, and. Um, the team and the media after practice had a chance to like go through it first before the fans and go, sifting through there. I bought like three pair of teal shorts to give away to subscribers. Um, and I, in there, I found a, a Miki A M A C C K I teal Jersey, which my first thought was like, Oh, they had somebody named a Miki never had a guy named a Miki, but they had a guy named, but they were John Amici. If people remember John Amici, the big man, um, he was the first, former player i don't think he was playing at the time to come out as as gay that's like what if you've heard the name that's probably what it's from um if you're over if you're under a certain age um yeah i don't like even i don't i don't know. yeah yeah no he um he, he was a big in the early 2000s but yeah his most known for he came out as gay about 10 years ago or something like that um yeah so i found a jersey that was john amici's but spelled wrong but john amici never played for the pistons so I did a deep dive trying to find out why they had a John Amici jersey made up, and I found out that he was supposed to be either part of the Grant Hill or Ben Wallace trade um, initially, and then Ben went because he was in Orlando at the time, and he or he was going to go in free agency, which after I wrote the story about the trade, after talking to a bunch of front office people from back then, they said they thought he was going to be in the trade instead of Ben and end up getting Ben. But John actually quote tweeted the story and said it might have been that, but I also used to get jerseys spelled wrong all the time when teams were trying to sign me in free agency. So that could have been it too. It was a great story. If you get a chance, just type in John Amici, wow. The Athletic, Grant Hill. Now, what does that have to do with abs? 
Okay, thank you. Yeah. So I set that up because I was asking Abs if he knew a guy who ever, because Abs has been there forever. Do you yeah. know a guy, maybe there's a training camp guy or like a preseason guy whose name was Amiki before I like try to get in touch with all these people for this story? And he was like, I think there might have been a guy in the preseason, blah, blah, blah. And later come out, there was never there was never a guy named Amiki. So it was messed up John Amici. But he told me, Pistons fans remember this. There was, remember there was Hubla of Kobe being traded to the Pistons? Yeah. And I think when he requested a trade, I think there was like a Tayshawn Rip or Tayshawn Chauncey. Or 07 or 08. Something like know. that. And he... I, I think yeah. that both sides agreed and Kobe had uh, said no. Like it was Kobe. Yeah. So uh, to my knowledge, there may be a Kobe Bryant Pistons jersey made up somewhere. Because they thought the trade was going to happen. I don't – that's uh, like how there's a John Ami- a, a messed up John yeah. Amici. There may be a Kobe Bryant Pistons jersey somewhere in this on this earth because the pistons really thought it was going to get done yeah sorry i don't want people to think i'm not saying anything because i'm like whatever i'm like whoa yeah oh uh via the athletic just got a notification there's an exclusive on Cade cunningham everyone should go check that out Sick. anyways um that those have been burned surely those could have never uh, he seen was very again. like uh when I when we were starting to talk about it, he, I was like, "Can I see it?" And he was just like, "I don't know if he has it. I don't think he has it. I don't. First of all, I don't think he has it. Uh, he just said that there could be a. He, he was like one of those. There could be a Kobe one somewhere in the, on this earth. Yeah. Um But and I was just it like, just, I, I tried to push and poke. I was like, "Do you know where it is? Like, could I find it?" He's like, "No." It's it, it seems like one of those things where even if you were wearing it, people would think you just customized yeah. it. You know what I mean? So it would just kind of like be whatever. But, um, man, that is uh, – You didn't think I'd have an Abdenauer story. I got stories. No. You got like a – I'm not going to ask Brendan Malone. All righty, James. I do have a Brendan um, Malone story. That'll be next week. Okay. Um, well, I talked to him for a story, and he was a very nice guy. Well, was it the same story? Because if you, if it was, you can tell it now because no, it's no, no. topical. I, it was. Okay. Uh, well, you him pulled him too fast. It wasn't you like it wasn't like fast. a great. I just interviewed him. Him and Tobias are like really close, and it was just a story mm-hmm. about their relationship. But he was never gotcha. around okay. all that much. He would kind of. He was. He, I think he worked from New York toward the end. Sydney Lowe has some of the craziest energy from an assistant I've ever seen in my life. I was gonna text you the other night and be like, "Can you hear him?" Because I know you're on the other side of the floor now. Yeah. Usually you're by their bench, but now you're on the other side. Yeah. That Sometimes. dude is, like, very animated. No, Sydney's – I know his passion. Him. He's super – yeah, he's – Sydney, Micah, Sean, uh, DJ, JD, Bryston. All, they got a really cool uh, coaching staff over there. Jordan, I already shouted out my boy Jordan Brink. Who was coaching our summer league team? Was it Tim Hardaway a few years ago? I'm totally blanking. Uh, yeah. Maybe like Stan's were... last year, but once Stan left, Tim left with him. Uh, yeah, Sean sorry, it was, it was Luke's rookie year. It was Luke's oh, rookie yeah, year. Probably so Tim. it was when we were, we were in Orlando for it, not in Vegas, like when yeah, Bruce was getting I didn't start covering that. the Pistons till after Summer League, that so August, so I missed. I wasn't there for, mm. the, for Luke's okay. Summer League. All right. Um, James, album time. Oh, my gosh, I always forget. I, I can go first, please. So I'm going to go with one. came out in 2019. Um 
I last the last episode I mentioned it to one Pilots album. These guys are basically just the product of them. Um, they are called Half Alive. The album is called Now Not Yet. Came out two years ago. Very weird, um, sort of alternative and uh, indie record. Like still, fe- or yes. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I just got all kicked out of sorts. James isn't even in the screen anymore. I don't know where James went. Right here. Uh, yes. Still feel um, is probably commercially speaking the most successful song um, off that album. I really like Runaway. Um, deals with their confliction, um, sometimes their doubt or acceptance with faith. Sort of. So it's sort of in the same vein as the last album that I mentioned. But um, you know how you have those albums in uh, in your life where sometimes it's just a song but in some cases it's an album Mm -hmm. where as soon as you hear it it puts you back sort of in that like physical place and sometimes you can feel like you can like smell some of the smells of that time and all that you kind of know what i'm talking about this album came out as soon uh as i got to chicago so it like it just puts me in this like july or, or august of 2019 you know in the city um it's all just humid and gross and Bleh. but life was cool because i didn't think anything mattered because i was like yeah city living and now i'm like <sighs> city living <laughs> so sometimes it's nice to go back to that record and feel naive but yeah um half alive the album is called now not yet cool i'm gonna check that out half alive you won't like it it's okay, okay. that's racist um nope so i'm going with nope Nope, let me stop you real quick. I know it's not. It's because... I know it's okay. not. I'm joking. Okay. My, I'm going with Little Brother, The Listening. Uh, if you're familiar with Little Brother, you know The Listening. If you're not familiar with Little Brother, it's... It, well, they're together now, but minus... The, so, it was... When they first came out, it was Fonte, who to me is one of the best rappers of all time. And then his rap partner, Rapper Big Pooh is his name. Rapper Big Pooh. And then the producer was Ninth Wonder. People probably know Ninth Wonder if you're into rap. Um, mm-hmm. So they did two albums together, and then Ninth left, and it was just Pooh and Fonte. But the listening, um, to me, it's one of my to my top ten favorite rap albums of all time. Um, I mean the uh, yeah the beats are stupid, and uh, Fonte, like I said, is one of the best rappers of all time. And Pooh compliments him well. Before you, if you're gonna, if you, if you want a taste of two songs, before you um, decide if you want to dive into the album, please start with Speed. Nick, you will love Speed. Okay, you will love it. There's there's a, a vibe about it that I know you will you will mess with. Speed and then the way you do it. And whatever you say, those three. Listen to those three first, and then okay. listen to the album if you like those three. I guarantee, if you haven't heard Speed, I think Speed will change your life. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, Speed. Or I'm sorry. Is, uh, the listening by Little Brother as your teaser song before you dive into the album. Speed. Speed. Okay. Um, what is your uh, Starbucks order? I don't go to Starbucks. Do I look yeah, like somebody either. that wears leggings? I'm a big pink drink guy. What does that mean? It's, it's like, drink from Starbucks. Like I don't like coffee, but oh. it's like coconut milk and strawberry extract. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I don't go to Starbucks. Anyways, I don't drink coffee. Not, 
I don't drink coffee either, but I will go there for the pink drink. Anyways, um, already right, ladies, I think this was a productive episode. Let us know what you think about the fake trades that we made. Uh, maybe, well, I won't make you pr- uh, propose any to me because that's kind of what your actual job entails. Uh, also, if there was anybody from the front office that was listening to this episode, give uh, give Troy a little slip of a note about that final trade that I made, the assets in the pot trade. Let him know what I thought about that. Do your best uh, Troy Weaver impression before we sign off. Um, James is texting, so he's not listening. No, I am listening to you. I'm trying to think. <sighs> it's very like hoarse, a lot of very no. short bursts so of sentences, a lot of, a lot of ums. Do my, all right. Ring, ring. Hello? Oh, what's up, Danny? No, I'm just, we're just chilling in, uh, where are we at? We're in, uh. I'm still getting used to the city. I think we're in Gross Point. I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're in Gross Point. Have you ever been to Gross it's Point, Danny? Oh, okay. Yeah, what can I do you for? I, I don't. Danny, I've told yeah. you about Jeremy Grant before. <laughs> no. So weird. No. <laughs> You're not getting Jeremy Grant. Oh, you have you have three picks in the 20s? Cute. Oh, I get what he's doing. Okay. Did you think I was really on the phone? No. Oh. Danny, you have three picks in the 20s. And? Oh, you're going to throw in Static Selecta and, and uh, Benzino? <laughs> Give me a big poppy baseball bat signed and we can talk about it. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Give me – I want to own a Boston market. Buy me mm. a Boston market and sign me off. Sign me the title, and then we can talk about Jeremy Maybe Grant. Crack a barrel or something. Mm. Actually, you know what? I want some lobster, flown in. I want you to go to the nearest bay, pick it with your own hands, and fly it to me, and then uh, I'll eat the lobster as we have a conversation about Jeremy Grant. I'm letting you know right now, Danny. Even with after you do all that, um, <coughs> yeah, no, I'm not trading you, Jeremy Grant. Sorry. But if you want to have that conversation, yeah, that's what you got to do. As long as the lobster's there. Sure. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, 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 no problem. Just scour the league. Let me know what you can find. And uh, call me back if you want to me, bring me lobster. Yeah, hit up the Atlantic. All right. Um, yeah. Bye, Danny. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because you, <laughs> you did what I asked. I was thinking you were going to do a voice impression. No, I can't. I'm not good with impressions. So that's why I was like, what's happening right now? And then I was like, what, are you talking to Danny Brown or something? What is this joke that's happening? Uh, (laughs) All righty, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, If you made it this far, (laughs) excuse me, if you made it this far, genuinely, thank you very, very much for listening. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate five stars and subscribe. If you're feeling generous, leave a review. We will catch you guys in the next one. Peace.